Hello and welcome to the Bomb Shelter. I'm your host this time, Jay McDowell, and with me as always is Kevin Chum. Something like that. Yeah. And we are recording the first annual Kevin's Bionic Bigfoot birthday birthday bonanza. Yeah, there we go. That was a little harder to say than I thought it would be, but hey, yes, it's Kevin's birthday month. So he got to choose the movie this this time around. Yeah. And what he chose was from 1976, season three of The Six Million Dollar Man, The Secret of Bigfoot, episodes one and two. Yes. BCS arm switch is on. Okay, Victor. Landing rocket arm switch is on. Here comes the throttle. Circuit breakers in. We have separation. Roger. Inboard and outboards are on. We're coming forward with the side stick. Looks good. I've got a blowout. Paper three. Get your pitch to zero. Pitch is out. I can't hold altitude. Direction. Alpha hold is off. Prep selector is emergency. Flight calm. I can't hold it. She's breaking up. She's breaking. Steve Austin. Astronaut. A man barely alive. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Steve Austin will be that man. Better than he was before. Better, stronger, faster. And there you have it, the, well, we hope trailer. Yeah, we're not the, sure if there's a trailer, but you just heard something having you, to do with it. You will be able to, you ahead of us in time will know whether yes. or not we found a trailer. Yeah. So, uh, yes, Six Million Dollar Man, the TV show from the 70s, I think it went from 71 to about, what, 79 or so. There's five seasons, oh, and this so was the third, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so maybe 73 to 70s, ah, somewhere. Something. It was the 70s, Numbers. it was an awesome time. Uh, this episode, of course, The Secret of Bigfoot, uh, it's two episodes, one and two, uh, was directed by Alan Crossland Jr., who yes. apparently uh, directed every TV yeah. show ever. Well, we always take notes for these, and I was starting to, I typically start, I, I'm not great with like directors and writers. Yeah. The actors usually, like I say, like, oh yeah, I saw him in this or that. But um, Yeah, but unless it's like a really super well-known director, yeah. yeah. So I looked it up and like... He was directing all the way back to like the original Twilight Zone, and then his final credit was MacGyver. So he was so there was a, he was doing a it for long quite a while. time, yeah. Okay. And and as I scrolled through, it was like every TV show ever, pretty much. <laughs> so he's done a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, the writers for this episode were Kenneth Johnson, who also wrote for the Bionic Woman, and V V the the TV show the v. TV show, First, yeah. And Martin Caden, who wrote the original book Cyborg, Cyborg. that the Six Million Dollar Man series was based off yep. of. And so I guess he kind of gets credit for. It. He's, I mean, he didn't really write this. He didn't write episode. This. He's a co-writer for every single episode. For every, okay, basically. just because yeah. of the the inspiration for it. Yeah. Okay, and so we have the cast, uh, of course, yeah. Colonel Steve Austin, Lee Majors. Yep. We all know and love from the seventies. Yep. Um, he was 
Well, this is pretty much all I knew him for. Well, then until the fall guy. The fall guy. He he was in, I always forget which one it is, and I've never really seen, I think I've seen one episode, but there was some sort of Western show he was in. Was it maybe Big Valley or something like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think I, it was something like that. I've never really, I know him from the $6 million man and then the fall guy, and he's definitely the most well-known from $6 million yeah. man. I mean, that and was his thing. Spoiler alert, we didn't do a lot of research on this one. No, this is one of those <laughs> ones where we kind of figured we grew up with it and we're, we'd rather talk about personal stories about it than like technical yeah. like in this year he did this and then, yeah and then yeah. this happened you know and and quite honestly we'll probably be hitting six million dollar man again oh yeah at some point so oh, yeah i already have other epi- i think i already know my next year Your birthday next bonanza. <laughs> yeah see that's the bad thing my birthday's in october and we do all the halloween I stuff know. well so we could do yeah we could figure something out yeah we'll figure something out yeah so anyway uh we have oscar goldman played by richard anderson yep who we were talking about, he's been in some other stuff, which we didn't know. Yeah. Definitely didn't research that either. <laughs> he's he, the same thing, though. He's most well-known for a $6 million man as Oscar Goldman. And but, Bionic Woman. And Bionic Woman, yeah. But he was he's actually been in a lot of TV and a lot of movies, even like really like major movies, like Stanley Kubrick movies, although I can't remember which one. He's been in, you know, goofy movies, but really great movies, too. He's just all around. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Your homework listeners, go look up yeah. Richard Anderson movies. Yeah. Uh, we have Stephanie Powers playing Shalin. Yeah. The, well, as you find Sp- out. Spoiler. Spoiler alert from a 40-year-old show. Yeah. One of the aliens who creates Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Played by Andre the Giant. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. And his, uh, he's been in a couple things, but maybe his, at this point, probably second most well-known role as far as like tv and movies yeah like movies yeah, yeah. i mean obviously he's famous as a wrestler but he was in this and he was in princess, princess bride. bride and he's probably overall better known for princess bride would you say or, or yeah still this? yeah because yeah. i think more people have seen that around the world yeah i think he also played other in in other movies yeah and stuff. i'm sure in, he did and probably uncredited big yeah you know guys and a stuff. lot of the big guys were that they're sort of like Oh, we need a big guy, and they may or may not get credit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, I had always thought he wasn't credited in this, but I saw his name in the credits. Yeah, and it didn't look like the credits were... I mean, we're watching on DVD. It doesn't look like it was like updated for the DVD set. I mean, yeah. it's part of the. it looks like it's part of the original credits. So. Yeah, so there yeah, you go. I guess he was. I guess he was. <clears throat> so uh, we have the plot of, this, of these two episodes. It was a two-parter. Yeah. So we have the plot is two geologist friends of Steve Austin disappear in California while placing (laughs) earthquake sensors in the woods. See, they disappeared. Yeah. (laughs) A giant footprint is found nearby, leading to speculation of the involvement of a Sasquatch. Which, that brings to mind, like, and I understand sort of the Native American term is Sasquatch, Mm -hmm. and then maybe the Western white man version is Bigfoot, but they kind of go back and forth in this. With which term they're going to use, Sasquatch or, well, or Bigfoot. Well, we, we do have uh, the character Tom Raintree, who is yeah. the designated Native, Indi- American. Native yeah. American Indian who, you know, knows all of the, the wise old legends and things yeah. like that and, and kind of brings Oscar and, and Steve up to date on the whole Sasquatch yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it, and it does get bounced back and forth. Yeah, but which is fine. I mean, they just they chose to call the episode the secret of bigfoot not secret of sasquatch yeah well in in that time we were talking about it while we were watching it um 
the mid 70s well the 70s in general that was a big time for um cryptid movies yeah. you know the, the sasquatch things and the legend of boggy creek yeah. and loch ness we had uh you know a bunch of ufo stuff we had in search of it was huge then yeah for sure and so I totally derailed where I was going with this, oh, yeah. but Bigfoot was a big deal. Yeah, this is a good time for Bigfoot, which yeah. is probably why they decided to write him into to figure out some way to have Bigfoot in an episode yeah. of the Six Million yeah, Dollar Man. We've got a, a sci-fi show with a robotic guy. Let's yeah. throw Who some aliens and Bigfoot in yeah. there. And he doesn't even turn out to be a real Bigfoot. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, for this show, it was kind of an interesting twist. It was, and I can imagine it. I don't remember it when I was a kid, probably because I was watching it through my fingers. Yeah, because I was so oh, yeah. terrified. But I don't. I I would imagine the ripping off of the robotic arm. Yeah, was uh was quite the twist. People didn't see coming. Yeah, that's the first time watching it. You kind of realize, like, okay, he's not just you know a big creature. Like, yeah, this isn't humanoid. an actual Sasquatch. Yeah. yeah, if there is an actual Sasquatch. So, so should we maybe flesh out the plot a little bit more? Yeah, that, yeah, that one was pretty brief. But I hate, I always hate putting some huge description in there because then it kind of like dictates where what we have to say. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, go ahead, give so, it a little. Yeah. So, Steve has these, as it said, he has two geologist geologist friends who are doing um, basically research out in the California mountains near a fault which is not <laughs> not, not the, the san actual san, san andreas but it's actually the i wrote it down san madrian san madrian san madrian yeah. we weren't sure if it was adrian or madrian but it looks like uh, it's madrian apparently um san andreas lawyers didn't want yeah its name being used yeah. i don't know yeah <laughs> it's, i don't know why they felt the need to make a difference so yeah one, but, but it's okay. it's clearly san andreas fault that's the one that's the main one in california that we all yeah. think about but they're basically doing re, uh, earthquake research and they're putting these sensors in the ground at the time steve and oscar is kind of communicating with them over radio then you kind of see kind of don't see you, you get a lot of pictures of trees bending yeah something's coming snapping. to get them some growling yeah and clearly something attacks them i mean you know because of the name of the episode probably yeah, it's going to be probably big got foot. a good idea but yeah i mean steve and oscar just kind of hear some screams and then the equipment all goes dead so they're not sure what's happened and you're not really sure what's happened either because it kind of it doesn't show much like, like yeah. you said it's just it does a really of, good job of of Ramping it up because, again, it, even though Bigfoot was a hot topic at that time, yeah, you, the most people had ever seen was the Patterson-Gimlin picture yep. or yep. film, and even that's not very clear. So they yeah. did a really good job of of ratcheting it up a little bit, making you, yeah. ooh, what is it going to look like? What's it going to be? Yeah. You know, you see like some legs with you know big feet walking, then you'll see like a kind of a silhouette of kind of the shape of them and all that, yeah. and and then they do the the Bigfoot POV and you yeah. see, you know, branches yeah. snapping. And yeah. then he comes at him and growls. Yep. So something happens to them. And then basically um, the next section of the episode is Steve and Oscar trying to figure out what happened to them. Um, they find this when they finally find like the site where they were doing research, they find this typical stereotypical Bigfoot, Bigfoot footprint. footprint um which they don't bother following the rest of the yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason they're like, well, there's a footprint. 
Um, what's the guy's name again? Raintree? Rain, his last name was Raintree. Raintree. In that. He tells them the legend of like, hey, this is Sasquatch. My people call him Sasquatch. You call him Bigfoot. Um, it's a legend from this area. And my, I think it was his grandfather. Yeah, his grandfather. Had some experience. Helped, some some guy from his tribe apparently ran into one and the grandfather went and helped him and yeah. knew he had seen a Sasquatch. And he had this, the, the guy who had been, you know, taken by the Sasquatch or who had seen him had this look in his yeah, eye. Like crazy you know, eyes. Crazy eyes. So yeah. that kind of freaks him out. Oscar kind of. Um, he, he blows it off. Blows it's it off. Like, like that's just a legend. Yeah, it's and, a legend. It's all hoaxes, right? Yeah. And, so let's see. In, in fact, they even suggest that the footprint is a mountain lion. A footprint. mountain lion, which is like, yeah, that's it a little. Looks like my just, foot's bigger than a mountain lion. Well, foot, so. well, not so much that. It's just yeah. it looks like a big human footprint. It yeah. doesn't look like a cat or a bear. Yeah, or that's true. Like it's that. not even the right shape or type, you know. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to remember in order how this happens. I think they're doing. Steve doesn't see anything yet. I think there's an attack on the. The military installation base on in the mountain. Yeah, right? the little, the little bit. Because for some reason, this earthquake study was also backed by the military. I yeah, guess. and I think it was secret type information, so they just had to be kind of guarded, possibly maybe, something yeah. like that. But yeah, so I, I, it's hard to tell if it's that evening or the next night. Um, we get Bigfoot rampage. Here, Bigfoot rampage. You kind, you still don't really see him in full light, but you get it's a little a lot more of silhouettes of because of the explosion. Yeah. And, and he's just fires. basically, he's clearly intelligent enough to not, he's not just saying, you know, what are these things in yeah. my area? I'm going to destroy it. He's destroying equipment specifically. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's targeted. Yeah. So he basically comes in, wrecks the place and then runs away. Um, and then of course, Oscar and Steve get this report from, you know, more reports of like, Hey, there's this big, beast yeah. type thing that just tore up our our our, our, our base base yeah. yeah and then so rain tree is kind of like hey see i told you i told you well and don't forget that throughout all this we keep seeing these strange oh yeah people in silhouette watching um steve austin on a on a monitor yeah and watching him when he gets to the point where he fights the sasquatch and and are remarking at how smart or how um fast he is yeah. and Oh, he must have telescopic vision and yeah, stuff like they're that. They're kind of yeah, figuring out what what's special about this. But guy. they're all kept in in silhouette, so we don't see who they are, or what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. So yeah, you, at this point, you realize there's it's it's weird to talk about it because I've seen it tens. I wouldn't say hundreds <laughs> of times, but I've seen it tens of <laughs> times. So it's hard to like realize like okay at this point you don't know yet that this is going to happen but yeah there's basically people were watching this Sas steve and this sasquatch and kind of evaluating them yeah so steve goes after steve goes to look for um the, the one of the two jail the geologists the, the, the male the woman because the, the, woman. the guy came back he comes back and they saw he has crazy eyes yeah and then the indian guy goes oh yeah uh, he saw a sasquatch told you. Told yeah. you. and so then they're still looking for the the woman yes and yeah, they weren't in there enough to really get their names. So yeah, um, um, but he goes, he fights Sasquatch and he rips his arm off. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Steve encounters this. I think he's looking for the woman when yeah. he encounters. I mean, he, it's a really famous battle scene. Fight scene. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. But just they fight, and then 
tell him about the arm. Yeah, he he goes. I mean, because he's you know, Austin's getting his tail handed to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he finally grabs Sasquatch's right arm and then pulls it right out. And yeah. And there's sparks and flames and everything. Yeah. And so Sasquatch howls, grabs the arm, and books it out of there. Yeah. And Steve follows him. Yeah. And the the mysterious people are still watching him, and and they're like, well, let's see how he does with this and this. Yeah. This. Yeah. And somehow. Steve manages to get into the bay. He figures yeah. out where the door is that was hidden. Up in, so, sort of up in this cave up in the mountains. Yeah. And he uh, he gets in, and then he's... How is he taken out? Oh, the cave. The cave, the, yeah. The, the, the spinning cave. Yeah, there's a spinning ice cave that kind of... It, it makes some weird noise, and it disorients him. Yeah. And then he, he goes down, and they come, and they take him, and then examine him. Yep. And... Examine all of his bionic parts, parts yeah. and his non-bionic parts. It's a little bit, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Creepy. I mean, as a kid, I wouldn't have noticed it, but I mean, Steve's laying there. He's got sort of like a towel or something over his private it's area. Like he's getting a massage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's this sort of the woman doctor who's alien. taking a liking to him. And, and you come to find out they are aliens. They're not. This isn't like yeah. a secret military group or something well, like and that. And they're it's, not just aliens. They're aliens who can manipulate time. They can manipulate time with TLC. With TLC. Which well, is that's, not... That's all you need. Yeah. with <laughs> It's not tender loving care. I can't remember what it actually stands for, but it's... I don't think they ever said. I think it's they basically, it out there. Yeah. You have this little device. They have this little handheld device that you basically... It can, looks like they teleport at first. Yeah, yeah. At first you think, oh, they're disappearing and then appearing somewhere else. But what it turns out is that they're able to change their time in relation to the time of the place that they are. Yes, so I could speed up, like I'm sitting here next to Jay. I could speed up my time and like run around behind him and then slow down to normal speed again. And it looked like I disappeared and then appeared behind yeah. Jay. But yeah. actually I just stood up and walked over there and then... Yeah. And somehow we find out Steve can actually see this yeah. when, when it's described to him what, what goes on. Um, he's all, It's also explained to him that the Sasquatch is a, a robot, yeah. is a bionic, and that they've been using him, the aliens have been using him to abduct people so they can yeah. um, they can examine them. And then they, they don't hurt them, and they just wipe yeah. their memory and, and throw send them back, back out. Yeah. And that's sort of like, it kind of is a way to explain in this six million dollar man world is a way to explain like oh so that's why people kind of see sasquatch but no one has like good clear, evidence yeah of them clear or, memories of them yeah yeah so that's and it also explains why you don't until what a couple seasons later we yeah. see sasquatch again but why it's never really brought up it's one of those in, yeah. in in TV shows where everything needs to be wrapped up at the end and it yeah. just helps wrap it all up nice and okay, yeah well yeah. we're done we don't we don't speak of Sasquatch again and actually and, and if you think about and we I didn't think about this when we're, I've never thought about this it's called <laughs> the secret of Bigfoot and basically by the oh, end of the episode it, the or episodes it still is a secret of Bigfoot because no one including Steve who spent half the thing with Bigfoot. Can remember it was even his buddy at the end. Yeah, they were friends. So um, that's basically, you know, the the end of episode one. I think is where they realize that a big earthquake is coming, and the only way to stop it is to set off is to relieve the stress on the uh, on a on a fault line above away from the earth the population of Los Angeles, right? Or they said San Francisco, Los Angeles, and San Diego. Diego, They were it was the coast. And basically, they relieve stress on this fault line, 
and or they release the stress, and then it relieves the stress on the San Mark. Uh, the, the not San Andreas fault. Yeah, the not San Andreas, definitely not San Andreas <laughs> fault. <laughs> and don't and, you forget uh, it. So basically, the end of the episode, sort of the cliffhanger is. Oh, by the way, the the female geologist, she made her way back at some point. Same look in her eyes. Yeah, crazy. Doesn't eyes. understand or remember what happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically, it ends with Oscar saying like, um, we're gonna set off this. This, well, they're they're going to put a nuke in the a in nuke, the yeah, fault line in this area. But Steve is still missing. They don't know what's happened to him, and Oscar's sort of worried. Like, okay, well, Steve's out there. I mean, he might get killed if we do this. Yeah, but it, you know, and then it turns into the you know, the needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few kind yeah, of thing. You yeah, know? yeah, because he doesn't want him to get blown up, especially since it cost him six million dollars. But to if make it's him. Steve versus. Literally hundreds. <laughs> hundreds. As it was said. As it was said. On the show, many times, hundreds may die. Let's see. So let's count up the population. San Diego, there's about 20 people there. Los yeah. Angeles has about like 40? Five. five there's only like so. five people there. Plus San Francisco. Oh, and that's like 99, 80, 90, 98, 99. Maybe about 100 people total that live in all those streets. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're talking about the suburbs, too. That could be. So, yeah. yeah. With, with all that, there's about 100 people. But, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty all, hilarious. All <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I mean, obviously, Steve's not going to say, you know, this many million people. But, but, but it, he but doesn't he, even say thousands or hundreds of thousands. He just okay, says, there's like... I think at least four million people in LA right now. Yeah, and this and, is, oh, and that was forty years ago. So I'll cut them some slack. There yeah. wasn't maybe as many million people, but still more than a hundred. More than a hundred probably people. are going to be at yeah. risk. Yeah. So I mean, one funny thing when you're watching this is Steve on more than one occasion says something about a hundred people dying, and it's like, yeah, I mean, times times a hundred or something. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, because one thing earthquakes are notorious for is affecting the areas around the yeah, earthquake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was sort of a funny part. So the yeah, the cliffhanger at the end is you know Steve is according to Oscar he's missing and this nuke's going to go off and or is he going to lose Steve? Um, and so s- episode two or part two of of this is sort of the continuation of course and it's very bigfoot light for the secret of bigfoot yeah and and that's one thing as this episode was starting and jay has seen it a few times too but i've seen it probably more probably more i was just saying like as an adult i'm disappointed that there's not a lot more bigfoot in this episode because i mean clearly you know years later you when you think of the secret of bigfoot you don't say like oh isn't that the one where the aliens can use TLC to travel through time and <laughs> no, you think like, Oh man, that fight with Andre the giant and Lee majors. That's awesome. I think though, going back to what we were saying about how big, um, uh, paranormal kind of stuff was in yeah. the seventies. I think they kind of were like, okay, we're going to do Bigfoot and aliens. So yeah, part one was Bigfoot heavy and part two is alien. Yeah. Heavy. And it, it does follow that. I mean, the, the part one, most of it is about Bigfoot. And then it kind of a little bit of alien at the end. And then the second part is mostly aliens with a little bit of. We find out it. more about them and about yeah. what they're doing and what. And they're they're not, you know, probing mean, nasty aliens yeah. or bent on conquest. They're just explorers. They're just studying. They're they're friendly. They're not going to take over the earth or yeah, anything Yeah, really, like that. that one guy I don't think could take over much of anything. Yeah. So. There's, there's one alien. It's funny, too. They all wear colored, like. Jumpsuits. Jumpsuits. <laughs> Every color. Pink. And a, a, a Two guys, I think two different guys are wearing pink jumpsuits. One's in pink and one's in purple. Purple, yeah. yeah. 
And then, I mean, not that you like, okay, oh, the girl has to wear pink. The guys have to wear blue. But it was just sort of funny. It's, it's like, did really, he? And, they're, and the guys are all wearing ascots like Fred from yeah, Scooby-Doo. from Scooby-Doo, yeah. And it's just like, it's almost like, who, you know, which two guys <laughs> drew the two shortest straws? <laughs> it is very 70s, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's, you know, one of the aliens is sort of, well, the main alien is... Um, is Shallon. Shallon. Stephanie Powers, and she's kind of like the love interest for this episode. Yeah, well, but then you got well, well, Steve's the love interest. Yeah, he's, of, of he's her. not as interested. Yeah, he's not as interested. Um, yeah. uh, you got this older grump, kind of a older, like just Frank scientist type. You know, well, if you know, if everyone in Los Angeles and your people are gonna die, oh well, it's oh, well. Sci- scientific yeah. research is more important. Yeah, omelets and eggs. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you got this older, and then you got this sort of like a little bit younger kind of alien he's always complaining about everything he's, he's always got, like ro- literally rolling his eyes at yeah, things and, at everything and, he hates being on earth he has allergy he's it, allergic to earth apparently. yeah because um it turns out they've actually been on earth for 200, 250 years yeah but only two years in our time because they keep bumping up they keep jumping forward the speed yeah yeah and so so cranky pants is like i've got allergies and i've had them for 200 years yeah. you know and yeah and he sounds like Paul Lind, but yeah, it was not does. Paul Lind. Yeah, he does actually. And I, I was going to say it, except I can't. I couldn't think of Paul Lind's voice. So I thought I'm not going to say it. He sounds like that one guy. Like and I didn't want to say he that. He sounds like Center Square and Hollywood yeah, Square. Yeah, there's actually a few people in this episode that sound like someone else. The uh, there were yeah the the uh, African American <laughs> military guy, the sergeant. He sounds like. If you've ever seen it, when Eddie Murphy does his white guy impression, he sounds just like that. It's really funny. Yes, the, it's almost exi- it's almost like he was doing it on purpose. It sounds, but so he was much doing like it like ten years before. Before that, so yeah, we're going to go set up the nukes over yeah. here, and you know, it. Yes, it, you have to see it to yeah. to understand it, and it was funny. Yeah. So I mean, the end of the story. Um, Basically, it's like, are we going to let this newt go off? The aliens say no because we don't want to mess up our. Well, and unbelievably, for 250 years, they've never felt an earthquake. Yeah, it's like in California. Yeah, it's like okay, well, I feel one Along at least once a, a fault year. Fault line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least once a year they've been here. You know, whether you want to say a couple of years or 250. Yeah, they would have felt one one way. We or have the other. earthquakes every day here. Yeah, yeah. So. It's kind of an argument between, you know, the hundreds of people that live in California yeah, versus the twelve, <laughs> the twelve people aliens, at the yeah. facility of the aliens. And Steve sort of s- stops Shallon from stopping the nuclear. Well, he manages to escape because he's yeah. told, um, you know, we'll let you go; it's no problem. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna mind wipe you because yeah. you can't tell anybody we're here, and he somehow manages to figure out how to use their little yeah, view yeah. screen thing, which apparently you can watch any camera Anything, from anywhere, anywhere yeah. from any position. And he sees what she's doing. He overhears the at the base camp what they're going to do. And so he tries to tell um, Shaolin yeah. about it, about, you know, hey, you know, we're going to nuke it again. She's like, you can't. And he's like, well, we have to. And then um, he finds out that she's been sent to go Stop yeah. it. And by stopping it, basically going and pulling on a few cords. Yeah. On a, it was supposedly buried 500 feet in the ground, but you couldn't yeah. tell. So he manages to escape and go and stop her beforehand. Yeah. And so they set off the nuke. It sets off the earthquake. And 
everybody's happy. Everyone's safe. Except for everybody in the facility yeah. who were squished by rocks. Yeah, and so basically Steve and Shallon go back. Um, with the help of Bigfoot, they kind of save a couple of them. Kind of, they save the leader yeah. definitely, and she like does something with her little time doohickey yeah. and slows things down. Slows things down so they have time That's to the help TLC. them. I think the TLC, yeah. Um, unfortunately, they saved the complainy guy. He survived. Period. Yeah, he was helping get rocks off. Old yeah. Guy. So and and you know Bigfoot and Steve kind of become buddies. Buddies. They help each other. They kind of <laughs> get the facility back online. If that yeah. wasn't really a word back then, probably, but. Well, because the power had been knocked out, so yeah. they had to go down, and um, Steve goes and plugs something back in yeah. and twists the pipe. And, yeah, but yeah, they're, they're, they're buddies. Then then Shallon's there, and it's basically, okay, we're going to let you go, and you're, we're going to mind-wipe you. Um, oh, one thing we haven't mentioned is they have this oh, sort of yes. heal-all liquid called Neotraxin. Yeah. And um, he's like, oh, well, my people, you know, Steve says, hey, you should give me some. My, my people could... Really benefit really, from this. And yeah, because she, she, yeah. she tells him she's um, working on Bigfoot and she has him hand her, a, has Steve hand her a, a battery. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's an antimatter battery. Antimatter battery. Yeah. And your people will figure it out in about a century. A century. And he goes, well, we could really use the, the Neotraxin. Neotraxin. That would be more helpful. She goes, oh, no, we can't. Because apparently these aliens follow Prime Directive. Yeah, yeah. And they're not allowed to, to meddle with those primitives. Yeah. And so yeah, so she yeah goes... she she's going up to oh sorry oh, she, she's going up to mind wipe him, but right before she does, she hands him a little vial or something of yeah. the neotraxin, and I mean he's gonna forget even what the neotraxin is. I know, <laughs> but he at least has it, and uh, he's mind wiped. He makes his way back to or actually Sasquatch carries him out of the cave. Oh, that's right. And then he makes his way back lays to Oscar. Yeah, and they, lays him down. Um, Gives him a kiss. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Oscar, he finds Oscar, Oscar finds him. He has this little vial of neotraxin. He doesn't know what it is. Oscar says, what's that? I don't know. Yeah, where'd you get it? I'll go have it analyzed. And it's never, ever mentioned again in yeah. any episode of Six Million Dollar Man, I don't think. Although I could be wrong, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but it's not a major, I mean, obviously all of humanity wasn't saved forever. Yeah, I still have allergies, so apparently yeah. it wasn't used. But um, yeah, basically he's mind wiped and doesn't remember what happened and kind of as the episode ends steve kind of i don't know if he kind of sees something off in the distance i think he sees something moving and he bionic zooms in on it and yeah. doesn't see it and then it's like what did you see i don't know, I don't know. and something in his brain probably kind of slightly remembers something but yeah he, he doesn't remember bigfoot or anything like that yeah. so it's still a secret of bigfoot so it would have been nice for shallon to at least put a note on there like psst, and the new attraction yeah. says hey inject yeah this you know? in, in, this is good stuff don't drink it you know, yeah, do it's not, not total boy cleaner or something yeah, like that. It did look like tidy bowl. It did, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's the basic story of it. And I think, well, you're actually the the host of this episode, but this is time for our break as well, I look at the clock. Then, then it's a good spot for it. Yeah. I'm only the host because I wanted to say it was the Kevin's yeah. Bigfoot, Bionic Bigfoot birthday bonanza. And as you can see, whenever I try to specifically say something or read something, I'm... I can't. Yeah. So you definitely. I'm, I'm to a say little that. better at those things. Yes. So I, while I, I am the the host, yeah, Kevin knows a little more about this. So. About this specific one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's go ahead and take our we'll take little a break and we'll mid be back. break, and we will be right back.
And welcome back to the bomb shelter. It's me, yes. still Jay. It's Kevin, still. Still, or it might be Bionic Kevin. You Ooh. don't know. No, no. Have to make him, we'll have to make him run and see how fast yeah. he can go. Yeah, <laughs> not very fast. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you Bionic? No, I'm just no, really I'm just slow. really slow. <laughs> it's in slow motion. Nope, that's normal. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've already beaten the episode to death. Yeah, and it's not really. Uh, I mean, it's good to go over what happened, but the importance of this episode isn't like, and then this happened, and then this happened. Yeah, it's this more has of, this has more of. I mean, because like I, I can't, I can't remember most of the episodes. Of yeah, Bionic man, I know it usually involves him jumping, yeah. running, and looking and listening. Yeah, and that's about it. The important part of this episode is the bionic big bionic yes, bigfoot. Even bionic though their bigfoot. battle is literally probably less than five minutes long. From yeah, start to finish, sure seemed longer. Yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, we it's it's more the, I mean, because we were like four and five when yeah. this came out. Yep. And for me, <laughs> I know, I was terrified of Bigfoot. Me too. And and of aliens, but of the big head, big yeah. guy aliens, not yep. the they look like the neighbor next door. They just look like regular people. Yeah, in jumpsuits. In jumpsuits. So you know, this a lot of it was it's just memories of that yeah and that's the reason we're doing that is because i like like i kind of said before it's not like this if we were doing a movie it's not like this is the greatest movie ever it's because of how much it means to me and how much it means to jay yeah yeah. as as an episode as a thing that occurred that happened during our childhood yeah that we have some kind of connection to so let's get through a couple before we go into the personal stuff let's go into the little bit of tiny trivia they both have to do with the same thing and they Um, both have to do with with us actually yeah yeah we have connections yes we do so in southern california there's a place called universal studios which you've probably heard of may or may not have there's the one in florida too they're both related yeah um the one in Los Angeles, though, has, I don't know about the other one, but it has this, it still has this spinning tunnel that you go through on like a tram thing mm-hmm. as part of the tour. Um, back when I was a kid, it was the called the Glacier Avalanche. And as a kid, they would mention, because I went sometime after this episode, apparently, mm. that this was, you know, in the Bionic Bigfoot episodes of the Six Million Dollar Man, which was... Yeah. Really neat for me. But as you go through this, you're basically going through a, a circ- like a tunnel, a circular tunnel, and the it the tunnel spins. spins around you. Yeah. So even on a tram, you start getting kind of dizzy. A little your, bit your of head, vertigo. Yeah. Yeah. Your head starts tilting with it, even though you're just sitting still. It feels like you're spinning around. And even watching it on the screen. Yeah. You you kind of felt a little disoriented. Yeah. yeah was, even on a little. Weird. Yeah. Even on a TV far away, and this is old television, so it's a square. Yeah. It, still kind of it's disorienting um but yeah on the tour they always when i was a kid they mentioned um the six million dollar man but apparently it was originally inspired by the Iger sanction sanction which is a mm-hmm. movie starring i can't remember right now it's either charles bronson or or uh clint eastwood but but it's actually Sounds more bronson it does yeah it's it's more well known or at least back then was milton more well known as the six from the six million dollar man yeah um it was redesigned in 1997 um to resemble a dormant volcano in the movie dante's peak and then again in 2001 as the entrance to the mummy's tomb and i i went to universal studios about five somewhere between five and ten years ago it's definitely not the ice looking 
thing from the six million dollar yeah. man it's it's more of a they colored it a little colored it's more of a rocky brown looking thing now i don't remember which movie they it's probably still from mummy then probably still mummy i don't remember but i to me it's still from the six million dollar man yeah and and the probably the main reason they use that is six million dollar man was a universal yeah television show yeah and universal studios is an active um movie lot yeah yeah so it was probably like hey we've got this tunnel thing here that, that we're gonna build so that looks like something aliens would yeah we use this for this other movie let's use it for this yeah and and like kevin was saying at one point a lot of the outdoors you get to where yeah. you're like wait a minute i remember that from another episode or yeah when you watch the six there yeah when you watch six million dollar man whenever they're sort of in a forest you're like i'm pretty sure that's where he fought bigfoot and you know, two seasons from now or two seasons ago or yeah, whatever. Or two you know. episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but so yeah, that's sort of a little bit of trivia. The other piece also has to do with that tunnel. And it's that specifically Lee Majors had a lot of trouble walking through it, which I'm not surprised at all. Cause like I said, going through it, sitting on a tram, going through it, you almost like fall off the side of the tram. Well, that's the whole point of it is it's, yeah. it's made to disorient you. I think they used to use them in, um, in like fun houses and stuff. Yeah. And it was sense. it would just be like a short tunnel, but you'd walk through and it yeah. it makes you feel like you're you're falling, yeah. even though you're just walking straight. Yeah. So he yeah, he apparently he as the actor had to take several tapes takes to even walk part of the way through the tunnel that you see in the episode. And what's funny is in the episode you can see they just they put tarps over the over the rails, yeah, yeah. But it's not even like they put the tarps and like made them straight. It's just kind of like they were painting, yeah, and just laid down a bunch of, of so tarps you didn't get painted on the, the yeah, rails, on the rails, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's one thing I always think with these older episodes is we're when we're watching it on DVD, we're seeing a clearer picture than you ever would have seen back then, broadcast on yeah older TVs. So yeah. I mean, we're we're seeing details that you may not have noticed, especially well, as a kid. Well, and they probably didn't figure there would be somebody forty years later sitting and yeah and looking at it and watching, going, "Hey, wait a minute, those are tarps." Yeah, those are tarps. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and I've been there. So eh, just a little bit of trivia. There, there's actually tons of trivia for this, but I thought I'd leave it to that so we can focus more on our our uh, personal experience. So well, he, and while Kevin has a personal connection to this show, yeah. I found out I do too. Yes. We were watching it and there's a scene where they're loading up the nuke from whatever base they got it from and they're putting it on the back of a excuse me of a a C141 transport. Yeah. I was in the Air Force and the base I was at was Norton Air Force Base and we flew C141s. We were also the 63rd our, our wing our 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 squadron, well, our squadron was 63rd Com, but we were under the 63rd MAC MAC, which is Military Airlift Command. And before they were the MAC, they were the 63rd MA Military Airlift Wing. Ah. And we were watching this 141 land in the episode, and right on the nose. It says 63rd MAW. I stopped. I go, did it say that? Yeah, rewind. Look back, and sure enough, so the wing that I was under, not at that time, because like yeah. I said, I was like five. Yeah. But the wing that I was under was there. So they either filmed, that was either stock footage from Norton Air Force Base yeah. or just happened to be the, in, in fact, I'd have to look it up. I wonder if that was the the Hanoi taxi. Huh. Because that, a little bit more into it. Um, at the end of the Vietnam War, when they were, bringing POWs home. Yeah. They were brought to Norton 
and the plane was called the, the Hanoi. They nicknamed oh, okay. it the Hanoi Taxi. So I'm wondering if maybe that's that was stock Possibly. footage. From yeah, that. I have to look that up. They do use stock footage in the Six Million Dollar Man. Quite oh a lot. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. But that's really kind of neat, like so, a neat connection. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, and hey. I never would have noticed that. Yeah, to me, I it's just, just like, hey, look, there's an airplane. I just happened to look, and I was like, yeah, because I was at first looking and go, is that even Air Force? It says U.S. Air Force. Okay, yeah. but it's not camouflage. I mean, because the ones yeah. we that flew out of Norton were were all of drab and, and yeah. gray. So, you know, this one, it was, it was interesting. It was just kind of neat to go, hey, I know them. Yeah. So there you go. My little happy part. Um, okay. So I guess my main, <laughs> the main thing I want to talk about personally was just my being terrified as a kid, and which is, I think, probably yes. your story too. Yes. So you want to my... go first? You want me to go first? Oh, no, it's your birthday. You okay. go right ahead. So... It's always hard for me to remember as a kid, like, did I see this... The, the the original time it aired or did I see a repeat or when it I don't as a kid I didn't think about things as far as seasons and oh it's airing for the first yeah. time I just knew it's on TV and I liked it well yeah. and we've both seen so many things in repeats yeah that, yeah you know I, I can't remember what time it came on I know when I was that age I probably was going to bed at eight or nine yeah so I may not have been able yeah, to me too to even see it and it was I, I looked it up this aired in both episodes aired in february of 1976 so so i was i was four yeah and i was even younger so my yeah. thought is that i saw a repeat of you, this you had to because you yeah. had been like two and that's yeah and that's just technical stuff so whether or not whenever i saw it i was still a little kid really yeah. really young and my my cousin who was quite a bit older than me was babysitting me i don't know or care what the reason was but she was my babysitter uh me and my little sister and this episode was on and we watched it and of course just like any good her name's Susie, um just hey, like Susie. any great uh slightly older cousin that's going to babysit you their main job is to make sure you don't die and then job number two is to scare you Torment almost you. to death <laughs> so we watched that and i was terrified and the rest of the night, my only memory is her. Um, if you've seen the episode, um, Andre the Giant wears these kind of white-looking contact lens things yeah. over his eyes to make his eyes white. Um, and so, if you know, if you hold your eyelids up with your fingers and then put I was your doing it now, it's kind of gross. and look down, <laughs> your eyes turn white. So my my cousin Susie chased me around the house the rest of the night with her eyes like that. And actually, she had brown kind of curly hair which oh, so does sasquatch yeah. she doesn't look like sasquatch but her hair was i mean if she had like long blonde hair it wouldn't have been as effective probably but yeah and you being little me being little you're yeah. just terrified so that was not terrifying. Adding, helping yeah. anything <laughs> another quick memory and then we'll then we'll go to jay's memory it was i had a one of my best friends probably my best friend as a little kid his name was ben and my mom and his mom, I think, worked together. That's how we knew each other. But we, there's photos of us in a crib together. So we were friends from before wow, we actually remember. Um, and I still know him. But um, we both love the $6 million man. We were both terrified of this. <laughs> and um, near my house when I was a kid, if you walk down the street, there was sort of this undeveloped area that actually had some sort of some oak trees. And mm. out, you walk down into it, you know, a couple hundred yards, and you felt like you're in the middle of nowhere. Um, so we always walked down there. We went down with our dads once and we were terrified of the $6 million or not the, of, the <laughs> of, Big man, of Bigfoot. We're walking down there and it kind of looks, you know, to our little minds, it looks just like that. We're talking about it where every little noise is like, I bet that's the bionic Bigfoot. So 
um, we just, I don't know how this happened, but our dads walked ahead of us or something, or maybe they stayed behind and they basically scared us and just let you go and like, and scared you. you know, and, or something like that. <laughs> and I, um, I was down there. I ran all the way home without stopping. And I, I don't, I mean, obviously they weren't real Bigfoots, but, um, I didn't wait for my friend, Ben. I just kept running. So I'm the, You're opposite, on your own, ben, I'm the opposite of, uh, the $6 million man. <laughs> but you so, ran really fast. I'm I, sure. Well, yeah. As a kid, at that I probably, point, you probably ran really, really uh, yeah, fast. Yeah, I probably ran about sixty miles per hour. <laughs> but um, anyway, those are my two main memories. But it's been Bionic Bigfoot has been a a force in my life ever since. He's still scary to me, even when I watched it today, eating candy. Yeah, eating bottle caps. Bottle and cap sitting on candy, the couch. <laughs> sitting on a couch in broad daylight, still kind of scary. Yeah, when when the first few scenes where you don't see him but you hear the snaps, you yeah. see just a little bit of fur. Yeah, I it's even scary. got that little. It's it's like a, almost a primordial yep. response. I yep. just kind of felt as like, ooh, wait a minute, I'm forty something years yeah. old, and I know that's Andre <laughs> the Giant. Why am I? Why am I afraid? Yep. Well, for me, I've always loved Bigfoot and aliens. Yeah, stuff, but I was terrified by them as as a kid, and even getting books about them yeah. uh, in search of was just you know the source of many nightmares. Yep. But they would show, again, the Patterson-Gimlin film. And if you don't know what that is, that's the disputed film of a Sasquatch walking across yeah. um, uh, a riverbed. Got to be the most famous yeah. Bigfoot uh, yeah. film ever. Yeah, totally right? most famous. And it's there have been people that come out and said, no, it's totally real. There have been people that come out and said, no, I did it. There's yeah. been like probably 100 people say, no, that was me in the suit. Yeah. So you don't know, and the whole entire population of Southern California was in all the suit? people that died. Oh, okay, yeah, they were all in the suit Sorry. at the same time. So even that though would just scare me to death watching it. Yeah, and then you know the Legend of Boggy Creek came out. I oh, I only man. recently saw that. Yeah, and yeah, it wasn't that terrifying. It was good, but not terrifying. Yeah, terrifying, but. Uh, even books, I didn't like books, picture books with them, yeah. um, with aliens, with anything. It would just scare me to death. And yet you spend a lot but, of time with them, right? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those weird things. And now it's kind of one of those facing your fears to kind of conquer your fears thing. Yeah. And so I do, I still love all that kind of stuff. Well, when I was little and being terrified of it, apparently one time... <laughs> and, this was my older brother and sister, who, much uh, like your older... Yeah, it's their job. Yes, it was their job to torment me. They claim it's because I was a brat. I claim it's because they're awful people. <laughs> so, apparently, um, I guess we had watched something about Bigfoot or some story came up, yeah. and I was afraid, and I didn't want to go to bed. And so I was pitching a fit, and so they put me in my room. Well, I think my brother must have gone outside, gone to my window, <laughs> oh, no. and tapped on it. And I was, I guess I must have been told if I came out, I was going to be in trouble. Yeah. So I spent the night as long as I must have fallen asleep. Yeah. In the hallway next to the living room where I could hear them and I could see the light, but they didn't. And they, of course, knew I was there. Yeah. But then I didn't get in trouble, but I wasn't in my room where the Sasquatch was going to eat me. And (laughs) and then sometime, it was probably a couple years after that, it had to have been... Uh, this is probably after Star Wars came out. And Chewbacca didn't scare me. I love Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. But I had a dream 
where I was sitting in our backyard and we had this redwood fence, about six foot, six foot high fence. And I'm sitting out there and all of a sudden I hear something walking through the leaves. Yeah. And all I can see is the top. And in my memory, it looks like the top of Chewbacca's head. Uh-huh. But all I can see is that and is walking across the fence line. And I'm just sitting there going, help, help, help. And I couldn't get anything out. And it was just terrifying. And I woke up probably, you know, in a cold sweat. Yeah. So, yeah, Bigfoot. Real scary. No, really scary. Really, really, really scary when I was little. <laughs> I, think, I think part of it, we mentioned this while we were watching it just before recording this, is that as a kid, I mean, there were superheroes. There was GI Joe, all of that. The Star Wars. Well, this was before Star Wars, but um, we had super friends. Super friends, yeah. But but Steve Austin was like, he's like the man. Like, yeah, he, he never he can, got beat. Yeah, no one beats him. And then you see him fight Bigfoot in this, and he punches him as hard as he can. Or Bigfoot he, grins, and Bigfoot <laughs> grins. And you're like, if he has no chance, then. What chance do I have? Yeah, what chance do I have? I mean, he can outrun him, outfight him, outlift him, and it's just it made it even more scary. Scary than a, just a regular Bigfoot would be. Bionic Bigfoot's like is like yeah, a hundred times a hundred times scarier than regular <laughs> Bigfoot, that which is already there. scary. <laughs> so. Now we do have to address one thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This will be our our first and hopefully only argument on, yeah. on this podcast. It won't be a mean argument though. We just have our different well, different it, opinions. It depends on how far it goes. I, I won't know. get mean. I maintain that okay, all all the the fact that this is a fictional show aside, yeah. that Steve Austin would not be able to lift things with his bionic arm. Yeah. Because whenever he tried to do it, sure the forearm and the bicep could lift. Yeah. But what's it connected to? It's connected to bone, regular, muscle, and tissue. Regular human stuff. So every time he tried to lift something up, it should rip out his arm should fall off his arm yeah. should fall off <laughs> like an action figure yeah like an action figure <laughs> when he runs okay i'm assuming that it goes all the way up to his hips yeah but those those bionics are attached to something so when yeah. he runs or he jumps shouldn't he if he jumps like like he doesn't shouldn't those legs just push straight up through his body the only thing i would say with leg i agree with the arm I agree. Well, I agree with the arm <laughs> on a technical basis, but this is seventies television and sci-fi or fantasy. So, but that's all beside. The I point. know, but I mean, really, you could pick apart anything if if you want to get that. But with the, the legs, point. my only thing I would say would be, un, his legs could act as like shocks on a motorcycle. Where, yeah, my arms are connected to handlebars on a motorcycle, but. You go off a jump and you land from twenty feet up. My arms don't break because of the shocks. Okay, absorb. I'll, I'll give you that. That one, but the arm, I agree. That's. But still, even if he jumped, he'd be jarring himself pretty he would, hard. Yeah, yeah. So my my whole, I mean, as a kid, I didn't really think about it. But my whole way to continue believing <laughs> in Steve Austin's suspicion of disbelief <laughs> is that they, while it's not expressly shown in you know the beginning of the show. Which is, by the way, the greatest beginning of any show ever. It is. It is really the, awesome. The title credits, yeah. Um, is that they maybe reinforced his bones or something with some sort of metallic skeleton that can kind of connect and take but the stress. But they don't show that. When they they're don't showing, show it. When they're showing the body and they yeah. show where they connect, they don't show any reinforcements. Yeah. Because his spine should collapse every time oh, he yeah. does that. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree that that in the real world, that's what would, would happen. But this isn't the real world. See, if they remade it. Today they would probably they would address to. that. And they would be have like, to. Today. You know, we reinforced a spine. Yeah. You know things like that. But yeah. and then I, and I hadn't thought about it until watching it today. 
I told Kevin, if I take one contact out oh, yeah. and try and look, you get a massive migraine. Yeah. And so having this electronic eye that's able to see more than the other eye, he should have had the worst, most wicked headaches all yeah. the time. And yeah. apparently he didn't. Yeah, they, I mean, maybe they should have done more. And like you said, if they were to redo it these days, they wouldn't be able to get away without addressing some of that. But I will say, and some of the original episodes, like the pilot movie and stuff, you will see things where he takes quite a while to figure out how to run because it's... Yeah, I remember the pilot. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's still kind of like wobbly. Yeah, and there are parts, which I thought was kind of interesting, there are parts where he's running and he'll be sweating, but only like arm armpit sweat, uh-huh. but only on the side with an actual arm. Huh, so I I, they, they thought about it a little bit. Probably yeah. not enough, but they did think about it a little bit. And yeah, but I mean, I totally agree with you that I mean, yeah, if, if this was in real life, they would have had to do something or else every time he tries to roll over a car, the arm would start to do its thing and then it would just rip out of the socket. Go rip. <laughs> yeah, but the legs I give a little more leeway to because, you know, if you think of them as like shocks, you know, you know, jumping up wouldn't be such a big problem. Jumping down, there'd be a, light, a shock to his spine yeah. and everything else. But if you think of it like motorcycle, shocks on a motorcycle, then maybe maybe it's a little bit believable. Yeah, you just keep on saying that. I know. Just keep telling yourself that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so tell us what you think, listener. Yes. We've, we've been waiting to hear from people. Yeah. So so weigh in on this. And you're probably tell me, saying... Tell me how right I am. But I'm watching a YouTube video. How can I tell you anything? Ah. <laughs> We well, have that covered. We have that covered because you could, well, number one, you could comment on YouTube in the comment section. Yeah. It's right or there. if you'd like to say something longer or ask a question or something like that. Or make we, a suggestion. Or yeah. Then you could email us at valleylodgeproductions at gmail.com. See, we told you we yeah. had it covered. Yeah. Now, I mean, I know there's going to be three people listening to this. One will be me. One will be Jay. And mm. then one will be me watching it while I check again to see if anyone's yeah, watched it. I'm pretty sure most of the hits on ours have been me just checking to see if there's yeah. any hits on it yeah, lately. Like, hey, there's seven <laughs> hits. Oh, but I was like three yeah. of those. Yeah. And Jay Oops. was probably the other three or four. <laughs> the other, and there was, Jay was the other three and then the fourth one was someone accidentally clicking it. Yeah, Oops. like, oh, I want to see yeah. Bionic Bigfoot. Oh, this wasn't that. This isn't that. This is some <laughs> stupid podcast. But anyway, this is still fun to do. I If, if a thousand, if the entire population of all, all San Francisco, of Los Angeles... And in San Diego. San Diego, all 100 of them. We get 100 hits. That's great. Or if it's just two hits, that's great, too, because yeah. this is fun. Yeah, because that's all we're doing it for, really. Yeah. So there you go. There Happy you go. birthday, Kevin. Yay. Yay. 